0: My name is Lawrence. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from addictions to video gaming and pornography. Lawrence. Hey, guys. Um, I'd love to just start with a quick prayer, so uh, if you would also pray for me. Uh, dear God, you are the perfect author to each and every one of our stories. Help me to tell mine to show how good you are, Lord. Amen. <clears throat> Psalm 34, verse 8 reads, Um, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. I remember very clearly my answer to the call the moment Jesus beckoned me to him. I was seven years old. Um, At that time I lived in a small country called Suriname in South America, and uh, my initial motivation to know Jesus was fear. Um, I don't know if you know this, but there's a place called hell, um, and I as a child with a very rich imagination desperately wanted to avoid it. Um, One night, I couldn't sleep. Um, I woke up my mom to ask her about God and heaven. Um, I know what you're thinking. I would have told me to go back to to bed too. Um, But my mom shared the gospel with me in a few sleepy sentences and prayed with me. Thanks, Mama. I went back to bed, uh, but I still couldn't fall asleep. I knew I needed Jesus to save me, and I knew he wanted me to ask him to. So I prayed for him to enter my heart and make his home there. Uh, an immediate peace came over my soul and I fell asleep. I became a Christ follower that night. First John 4.10 says, and this is love, not that we have loved God, uh, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. So what happened next? Uh, fast forward to freshman year of college. I thought I had met the one Uh, We both loved Jesus, and in the space of a year, I became convinced uh, that we were meant for each other. Over time, our friendship turned into an unhealthy, emotionally codependent relationship that went on past graduation. We never dated. Um, I never had the courage to ask her out. Things always seemed too complicated. Um, I did share my feelings with her on multiple occasions, but she didn't feel the same way. The third time this happened, I ended our friendship. And this was the lowest point in my life at that time. I went home and wept most of the night, crying out to God, Why, God, why? At 25, I couldn't help but feel sorry for myself. Nothing was going my way. I was single and miserable about it. I was working a dead-end job at a company I hated. I was rejected by every school that I applied to for a Master's of Fine Arts three years in a row. And I felt stuck in a city that that didn't have anything to offer me. Uh, Dallas. I had a mental portrait of myself that I was trying to live up to, my achievements, my status, my hopes and dreams. But the real me was getting further and further away from the ideal me. I became so dissatisfied with my reality that I started looking for satisfaction in virtual reality. It started with video games. Um, Then when I was 26, I started looking at porn. And my appetite for these bad pleasures spoiled my taste for real life. Real life became boring and bland. The relationship I had with Jesus slowly deteriorated. I stopped reading his word. I stopped going to church. Um, Eventually, I stopped praying too. And still, if you had asked me then at 30 years old, Lawrence, do you think you have a problem? Do you think you need help? Um, I would have looked you in the face and told you with cold abruptness, no, I don't. But I did. My heart was tainted with cynicism and bitterness I had abandoned my first love, Jesus. How did God bring me back? Remember the girl from college? We stayed in touch off and on over the years. The last time we talked was in December 2017. At the end of our call, she told me, Lawrence, you sound like you're in a dark place. You should check out Watermark. God couldn't have shouted any louder what he wanted me to do, um, and I couldn't have been less excited. In... uh, In January 2018, with every bit of my heart screaming, I don't want to, I walked into Watermark. Little did I know how much this first step of obedience would change the course of my life. At Watermark, God surrounded me with a community of guys who loved me enough to point out the parts in my life that didn't belong. Christmas of 2019, I recognized I had an addiction problem. (laughs) I admitted to my family my need for help. My dad was the one. who strongly encouraged me to start Regen ASAP. Thanks, Papa. I started Regen in January of 2020. My first time, I thought the same thing that you hear others saying up here. I knew I had a problem, but it wasn't like I was an alcoholic. Regen isn't for me. It's for other guys who have real problems. I was so wrong, and I didn't even know it. During Regen, I watched a show called The Chosen. I watched one episode per step. I don't know why I did that. In in episode three, um, binge it, guys, binge it. Uh, In episode three, there is a scene where a little girl enters the clearing where Jesus had set up camp. Jesus wasn't there, but he had left something behind for her. Throughout the episode, he had been carving a wooden block. She picks it up, It's a wooden doll. His gift to her. I actually cried aloud at that moment, Lord, where is my gift? And I couldn't stop myself from weeping. Kind of like right now. Step three is called trust. God showed me that I didn't truly trust him or his goodness anymore. My image of him was of a father who withholds his gifts from me while giving them away to others. Mark 9.24 became part of my prayer daily. God, help me to believe in your goodness. Help help my unbelief. God granted me freedom over my recovery issues. I'm sober from porn these past three years and from video gaming for the past two. But those turned out to be surface issues. Through inventory, God started to reveal there was so much brokenness and ugliness underneath. I looked out over my inner landscape and saw mounds of trash all the way to the horizon. And I thought, how can I possibly clean this up? Where do I even start? He also revealed big, we're talking Texas size, idols of marriage and anxiety about my future. If only I were married, my life could finally begin, I would tell myself. Or if only my circumstances were different, I would be free from these anxieties. These were the desires and the fears that led me down my own path toward destruction. All those years ago, <laughs> I felt pain because of what I was uncovering, and I wanted to stop. <laughs> but God kept saying, Lawrence, I want to heal you. Do you trust me? <laughs> Confession was the biggest step for me. I remember prior to confessing, I didn't like the thought of being so open and vulnerable with others. It was as if God was reaching in with his hands to bring more healing but I wanted to slap them away. Lawrence, I want to heal you. Do you trust me? (laughs) After confession, I felt like a great burden had fallen off my shoulders. For the first time in my life, I confessed all of the ugliest junk from the deepest, darkest parts of me to a group of my closest friends who listened and loved me anyway. The external circumstances I told you about earlier in my story haven't really changed. I'm still single. I still work for the same company that I used to hate. <laughs> I never did get my Master's of Fine Arts. I never left Dallas, clearly. <laughs> I recently received a, a diagnosis of arthritis, which I think I'll likely struggle with the rest of my life, but a funny thing has happened. God completely changed my heart towards my circumstances. First Thessalonians 5.16-18 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. And give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Our external circumstances may or may not change after recovery, but if that's what we're after here, we're missing the point. God doesn't owe me anything, but I owe him everything. I'm learning to search for and find joy amidst my circumstances through a deeply intimate and personal relationship with my Heavenly Father. I love my work now, and my workplace has become my mission field, I'm grateful to live in Dallas. I no longer believe that I need a master's degree to feel self-worth. And as for singleness, I still desire marriage, but I'm praying for the first time in my life. God, if singleness is your best for me, help me to rejoice in that too, because all your ways are best. Recovery is possible. And the kind of intimate relationship with Jesus that I have described, you can experience too. If you don't know him yet, ask me about him. I'm not that hard to find. I kind of stick out. Um, In John 5, 24, Jesus says, "'Truly, truly, I say to you, "'whoever hears my word and believes in him,' "'that's all we have to do, "'who sent me has eternal life. "'He does not come into judgment, "'but has passed from death to life. "'Jesus loves you. "'He wants you to know him, "'and he wants you to spend eternity with him. "'My name is Lawrence. "'I have a new life in Christ.' and I'm recovering from idolatry of marriage and anxiety about my future, God has come into my heart and is renewing every part. And to him be all the glory. Amen.